Hey guys, it's me Cher. And it's me Andrew. And you're listening to Recaps on the Run. We're back. If this is your first time joining our podcast, basically we're out running. We're on our favorite trail. It's about 80 degrees right now. Super hot. <laughs> Very hot. And a lot of a lot of joggers and strollers today on the trail. But what we're doing, we're running together, trying to get fit. At the same time, we're going to be recapping about one of our current television shows that we're watching. So to kick it off, we're doing today Fear, The Walking Dead, Season 2, Episode 7, she Episode 8. Is it Episode 8? Yeah, it's a season, season finale. Eight. Well, it's Shiva. It's the first half season finale for Season 2A. And... What do you think? I'll toss it to you first. <laughs> what? what are your thoughts of the episode? We're doing opinions already? Um, well, just to recap a little bit. It was... <laughs> it was really different. I think... I got a lot of horror movie vibes from it. Especially yeah. at the start. So, we kicked off... Let's talk about that opening scene. We talked about Daniel's flashback. Where we finally see a little bit more about his backstory. And we see that the boy he's been envisioning is actually him. It's not some boy that he killed. It's actually him as a young child. So, interesting. Yeah, it was definitely... And then he woke up, or... We thought he woke up. Ooh, yeah. That was... I hate those. Dreams within the dreams. That was really freak out. <laughs> Whoa, lizard. Uh. Yeah, he woke up Ophelia's peeling her skin off. That was disturbing. I, I was... I was ready for something crazy to happen in that episode. Yeah, so... I mean, definitely goes to show his inner struggle and kind of kicks off exactly where it ends with him being so unhinged and him seeing so many of the ghosts of his past. He's, you know, beyond PTSD where he's feeling very responsible for so many things. He sees his dead wife, Griselda, later in the episode, so he's having visions. Is that the same actress, do you know? She didn't look familiar to me. She didn't really, it was hard to tell because she was so bedridden from the very beginning in season one. I think it was. So it was kind of sad his his fall into madness. So quick though. Well, so many character changes happened so quick, I thought. Definitely. One, one or three episodes. From being such a strong and can-do and macho have-it-all handle to, yeah, completely losing it in the span of three episodes. And I think that's only like two days in the episode, in the Fear of the Walking Dead time zone. So, yeah, Daniel's off his rocker. Then we jump over to... Celia, who is super pissed at Strand, you know, Strand didn't carry through and kill himself with Thomas Abigail like he promised, so she's pissed, telling everyone to leave the Abigail Estates, which... Yeah, until Nick comes up with his genius plan to bring back her walker son. Luis. Luis. Yeah, I thought that was... What a good idea. That would have never occurred to me. I, I never... Nick just brought it into his own hands. 
he was telling his mom, I got it, don't worry about it. Which, it seemed like he was, well, he's definitely overconfident. Like, he, yeah, I'm not going to die. Or, yeah. <laughs> I walk among them. He's very confident in himself, definitely. But I think it was a good idea. He, I don't know how he found the guy, first of all. Second of all, I don't know where he's finding all this blood to smear on himself. But, you know, he's decked out in blood again. Goes after time and he brings him home. Celia says, you know, fine, they could all stay except for Strand. He's not welcome. He's always been an outsider. And her impressions of him that he's, you know, no good and he's just a, what we've been saying, an opportunist. Do you think she's spot on? What do you think? Did he, it seems like he loved the guy. He's digging his hole for like all day. Oh, you're talking about Strand now. Yeah, Strand. Like, he won't leave until his job is complete. It doesn't well. feel like he had. Like, I'm going to take over. Felt some love there. Yeah, I, I did. I felt like he actually cared about him. It wasn't a, wasn't a ploy. Yeah. But I also felt like he shouldn't have had his shirt off for so long. <laughs> I agree. What is going on? I think they're just trying to show as much skin as possible. Like, wife beater or something. A tank top. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it, it's... It's maybe it's realistic, but it's just <laughs> like they forced it in there for some reason. Gratuitous. Yeah, and maybe maybe Victor Strand should have been running with us. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but, yeah, he's he's not in bad shape. It's just not. A, yeah, he's not in bad shape at all. But it was very. I mean, it's not like Nick's super buff guy, and he always has his shirt off. But anyways, enough about this toplessness. You know what else is going on during while all this is going down? Chris, talk about wait, crazy. wait. Are we talking about Chris? Let's let's just put him in one one segment so we don't have to go back and forth. Okay, what, let's talk about Chris then. Let's talk about him now. So Travis was sets off to find him. Find him. I thought that was so interesting. Well, well first he was, of course, he was defensive about what Alicia and Madison were saying. It that he's threatening her, him, them. But I don't want to believe the worst in your child. Yeah, but I don't know. Chris's actions—the last—it's just been two episodes about, and then all of a sudden, the goes off the is deep quick, end. You know, it take—it could take days to climb up a mountain, and you could fall off in a second. So, descent is quick. I thought it was crazy how he had that gun on the little boy. I mean, that just goes to show how nuts you have to be scare a child like that, basically holding him hostage. And then when his dad comes at him, he almost stabbed his father, so... He did. He pulled him with a knife. Yeah, he swung at him. So, I feel like if Travis wasn't so agile, he would have had a rib taken out. So... <laughs> yeah, so for Chris, he's... What do you think? Long he's gone... Just- Hope, redemption, misunderstood. Oh, I, I don't know. I can't really analyze him. I you know went, he's been your favorite all season, so. Went crazy so fast. <laughs> I was, even last episode, I thought there's a good reason he was standing over the bed. There was an excuse. Yeah, but. Well, you know, he still has pain. He still feels like, you know, they look at me like I'm a monster. He's not feeling accepted or loved or appreciated. Sometimes, all right, let me just say I hate Chris. I hate his guts. <laughs> oh my gosh. I completely hate him, but 
I'm glad Travis is gonna stick by him like a good dad would. I mean, maybe he didn't do such a good job raising him until this point, but I think right now he's doing when it's finally What's necessary. Right? So I completely, 100%, totally agree. I think that makes sense as a breakout for him to be with his son and help him as much as he can. Plus, like I've been saying in the past few podcasts, Madison keeps shooting herself in the foot. Like, I strongly, strongly dislike her. I don't know about hate her guts, but all of her decisions, all of her mannerisms, how she makes decisions with Strand without consulting Travis, how she doesn't stick by his side. Like, they were fractured already. Oh, it's hot. I need a <laughs> little... Pause break? How's no, it going, no, So, yeah, so... What are you talking about? So, you know, Chris? I think his relationship is pretty whack. You know, I don't know how his dynamic is so much with Nick and Alicia, but he's where he needs to be, and I think that makes total sense. I like how he told Nick, tell, tell her you didn't find me. You know, he's committed and loyal to his son, so I'm excited about their them kind of breaking off. Yeah, they could grow a lot together. We, if the group separates, they would. I think they grow stronger faster. I, I completely agree, and it's a nice father son duo. Oh, is it a Rick Carl thing going on here? Can't even think about. You know, the maybe there's potential. I mean, Carl did go through a kind of crazy phase where he was capping guys. Yeah, for no reason. But that was interesting. I don't know if he caught Talking Dead after, but how. One of the guests said, you know, it's almost like you see the backstory of how a villain is created and you kind of never see what makes a bad guy a bad guy. And it could almost be said that what's happening to Chris, you know, the being shunned, you know, not feeling accepted, trying but failing and just being lost and floundering. Maybe that's how it develops and manifests when you grow older, kind of something you can never get find your way back to humanity yeah. so interesting to see yeah i thought that was a a great way to play out and end kind of the first half of the season with travis going off with chris i'm rooting for both of them yeah like, i am now <laughs> now that you said you hate chris's guts i do <laughs> i absolutely do i wouldn't mind if he if he gets bit or something like that but if there's redemption or as long as there's change or growth to his character i'm all for that yeah, I think he seems like a very troubled young man. I'm, I'm rooting for them. I'm excited to see what's to become. They're all wandering by themselves now in Mexico. Well, you can't be really rooting for Chris because right now he wants to kill people and do bad well, stuff. His well, mother I just yeah, died. I wouldn't his mind father just that. killed his mother. I wouldn't mind seeing he him. He has no one. You know, I, I could turn kind into... of be sensitive to his plight at the moment. He's he, he looks like an outsider. He feels like an outsider. No one trusts him. He no can't one even speak him. Spanish even though his mom was... <laughs> Spanish speaking Well, it'll be interesting what plays out with them So yeah, that was kind of how we wrapped up with Chris and Travis for this first half of the season Back to the Abigail Estates and Compound Well, I want to talk about, let's talk about Celia and Madison a little bit Because we we touched on Madison, I And their struggle with Nick Oh my gosh, I, I feel like Celia is just looking for a replacement you know, she's looking for a new son. Like, first, Louise was her son. Now, all of a sudden, Tom Abigail was her son. She came that son. Now, Nick is, like, the son that she's saying, you you belong here with us. Like, she, it's so weird how she keeps trying to fulfill this role of, like, being someone's mothering son. So, I don't know. I thought that was strange. I, I don't know which I prefer. It's the craziness of Celia 
poor Madison, who's completely like strangling Nick, not strangling, but suffocating him with her. Yeah, absolutely suffocating. Like, you can't do this, you can't do that. I don't trust you, I don't believe you. Yeah, and that's actually pushing him away. He's so much so. He's like a grown, a grown man already. Like, you have to learn when to let go, and the more she tries to hold on, she's just making him drift further and further apart. So, not a fan of her character. I thought it was interesting how Strand suddenly asked if she was interested to heading back to the Abigail. I told you. I didn't think it would be. (laughs) I'm not sure if it'll turn into a romantic thing, but I definitely knew those two characters were going to end up together somehow with Travis out of the picture, and (laughs) that's what's happening. Good. Good for you. You called it. Yeah, definitely. So... Thought that was interesting. We're just trying to keep ourselves going, guys, in this 80 degree heat. It's hot. <laughs> it's hot. What, what happened with Alicia this episode? Not too much, right? Um. Oh my gosh, there's no, Alicia, not- Celia, Ophelia. Everyone's like the same name. Not too much. I don't think she's say. Oh. Okay. A little cramp. Cramping? <laughs> Well, I've been, running, guys. Make I've sure been cramped hydrating. since last, last podcast. Our last run, when we had our goal of five miles, yeah. We did pretty good. I woke up sore the next day, too. Yeah, still sore. But I'm still running. I hope you guys are, too. So we can talk about... Yeah, no, I don't think anything happened with Alicia. So, she's left. She just, she's still there. The end, that's it. Wallflower to end the season. Um, she's with her mom still, so... She's continuing to just survive barely. She's almost like you know what? I think that's that's the best we could hope for. I mean, I'm glad she didn't find the radio. Oh my god! She didn't hook up with any of them. Look for the boys around in Mexico. Ranch hands like that. So that was interesting. I think you know it was just going back to where they were at. Daniel Salazar going crazy when he grabbed the feelings. Kept saying like. Your mother's at the gate waiting for us. I was like, oh, man. Oh, hold on one second. Be right back, guys. Be right back. All right, guys. Sorry. Short break. <laughs> but we were talking about Daniel, but let's, oh, let's just do a little bit. Was, I'm just saying how we went pretty cuckoo for cuckoo pups there. You know, we, he was telling Ophelia that their mom was waiting at the gate. You know, he's losing it. And then he tries to break out his handmade blade and gets in a scrap with some of the folks. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. And they kind of throw him, I don't know, into some kind of, like, weird... Inter- interrogation room. <laughs> I know, with a, a cell. Like, why wouldn't you put him in the cell? Like, why is he outside of those metal bars? But, yeah, they kind of lock him up where Steel's trying to get him to confess. Maybe poison himself with the food, maybe. Well, that's what his he's suspecting. She's saying basically all she wants for him is redemption and to free himself. I... My sense of her still is that she's not evil. I don't. I don't think. Maybe she's just misguided. Well, you know, what do you think about her way of thinking that what's going on isn't death; it's just the next step of life. It's life, and then undead, and then it's dead. So. I mean, her thing is like how I would treat you guys, <laughs> my family. True. I would lock you guys up somewhere completely safe. So you would you would pull a seal, yes? So. We see what she's doing. We <laughs> we'll see what she's doing. We're gonna go run back some more. We're doing some circles now, guys. We see what she's doing. 
I'm walking people up and it was so interesting because then Madison is trying to say, you know, I want to see what you're thinking, make me believe. Celia brings her down to the cellar and kind of opens the gate. Yeah. So dumb. <laughs> opens it, takes her in and says, Why? I liked her speech though. I felt her speech as a parent. Like, you know, if, if they don't love you, wouldn't you still love them? If they don't know, wouldn't you still feed them? Wouldn't you still care for them? I, I really liked, that was like the first, not first, but one of the good pieces of writing that I really enjoyed her speech and then Madison saying, backing out slowly and locking her in. I thought it was going to be the opposite. I thought Madison was going to get locked in there. <sighs> Which way are you going? <laughs> We're at the crossroads. We're at the crossroads. Let's go down this way a little bit longer. So yeah, I think right or wrong. Um, well, if I was Madison and I did something that drastic, I would have made sure I stayed and I know, the job right? was done and there was no other escape. Oh my gosh, because next scene, here comes Crazy Salazar <laughs> who escapes, goes in there to light everyone up, and of course he's leaving the back door open. So I'm like, did Celia go and escape? I don't see any of the walkers yeah, eating anyone on the floor. I don't see her disemboweled corpse anywhere so well they were eating something but i guess they want to leave it to speculation I don't, I don't i don't know if she would be dead yeah i mean i'm sure she knows the layout of the place and like let's hide on the top of these barrels at least for like an hour and then crazy salazar coming daniel coming in lighting that underground storage facility of all the wine and spirits on fire which blows up the whole compound does that make sense to you i don't think that would happen but what do you think I don't know even from him standing over the fire for so long well he was going through his visions we see all the people that he's yeah we've seen his visions with his wife and that his was his wife reaching out to him with that arms was pretty out sad and yeah that was a, I was a little bit emotional you know with the fire reflecting in his eyes so yeah what, so then we end everything blows up everything goes on fire they kind of end the first half of the season the same way they began it when LA was on fire and now they've kind of gone to Mexico and set everything on fire there. The farms, the farms ablaze, there's walkers going to be coming all around. Oh yeah, everyone for miles. And they already kicked out Strand, but Strand comes back. Last minute, yeah, with his truck. To, so in Strand's truck, it's Madison, Alicia, and Ophelia, who's uh, crying about her missing dad. One more second, guys, sorry. Last break. Hey guys, we're back. Sorry for all the interruptions. There's so many people out today. It's so beautiful. Yeah, we definitely don't like talking too loud in front of people in case they haven't seen the episode. We hate spoilers. Don't definitely don't want to ruin it for anyone walking. So we're back now, back at it on the trail. We were just closing out talking about the final scenes. What happened to everyone? How Strand came back and picked up Madison, and Ophelia, and Alicia, but not before Madison was trying to convince Nick to get in the truck. Now Nick comes back after all of his journeys and sees everything on fire, asks what happens, asks where Celia is. It's one simple explanation. Madison, I didn't do it. That's all you gotta say. <laughs> it wasn't me. I, don't, I mean, Daniel maybe, did it. And it's true. She didn't even do it. Maybe she felt guilty for her doing something bad, but she didn't do that. At least... I don't know. It's weird. Like the ultimate jealousy. Like just because Nick is seeing some other mother figure that he's connecting with, like, you're gonna lock her in the cellar with walkers? Because she sends Strand away? Like, she opened her house, provided all this hospitality. It just seems 
so drastic for me. Like, Madison is super cold-blooded. Cold-blooded to Celia, cold-blooded to Travis. I feel like she's cold-blooded. Yeah, I mean, to Alicia. Like, she has no emotion. I forgot who said it, but wherever our family goes, destruction, death always follows. Just like everybody they've seen. Has has is well, in a worse position because of it. At what point do you blame yourselves? You know, like we have such bad luck. Everyone we run into, like maybe part of it is you. Yeah, so. definitely, definitely Madison. She's crazy. I and think, family. I think what finally happened what was bound and inevitably going to happen. Like she tried so hard to hold on to Nick, and eventually ended up pushing him away. He doesn't want to go with her. He preferred to walk with the walkers. I hate how I hate this in shows. Let me critique this one thing. Go, please. When someone just has to explain one sentence to somebody to clear everything up, and they don't. They're saying, like, just listen to me. Just listen to me, or something like that. Then how would you have the drama? How would you have the tension? There's there's better ways than just to make it frustrating like that, I think. But so you were it happened. It TV. It's, yeah, it's just frustrating. But... That's what happened here, kind of. And Nick's in his walker camouflage. Yeah. Walks away. Well, after he telling telling Madison that he didn't find Travis. Yeah. So I was kind of um, surprised that he stuck to that and didn't wasn't like Travis went with Chris because I think that would have given her a sense of responsibility. Like you pushed Chris away, so you pushed Travis away. But instead, he told her he didn't find her. Him, so oh. now she's not even sure, like, are they alive? Are they dead? So that's some kind of uncertainty on his point. Okay. What? Oh, one big thing is, how can Alicia not... That's his sister. How can uh, they not she, try to stick together longer? That was that's the only other scene she was in, pretty much. I think, to, to her... To be fair, and I'm not a big fan either of that character, but she's still used to her brother going off, you know? She's used to him being a drug addict, being missing, being gone for years, yeah. days. So she's probably like... Same old, same old. Bye, Nick. You yeah. know, so... Maybe I'll, I'll see you later. He's just... Yeah, she's used to it. She's probably been numb to it. Yeah, so I think she's less... Yeah. ...affected by that. Because, like, he's going to do what he's going to do. She already knows that. The only person who doesn't know that is Madison. So, end of the first half of the season, you know, I don't, Chris and Travis on their merry way. Abigail is takes burned down. Nick, who knows what's going to happen with him. I'm, I think maybe, a survivor. Maybe he's going back to help Travis and... Chris, possibly. I mean... I can see that. I don't know... But I don't know where else he'd be going. Yeah. He's going to wander. He's going to scavenge. Find some new friends. I don't know. He's he's on a new... His newest trip. How about the other four? You think they're going back to the boat? Or how much do you think Ophelia's going to be? Because again, I don't know if... Oh, yeah. Daniel's dead. I don't know if I don't know where dead. Se- I don't know where... If their boat is still there in the first place. There's so many... Because we've seen so many characters along the way, there's so many unknowns. You know, Alex... Jack, you know oh, yeah. what happened to these folks? Are they? Are we going to see them in the second half? Again, Alex, Jack, Celia. I think at least they cleared up the air on Louise that he is dead. He's turned. So closure on that. But otherwise, yeah, big mystery. What do you think? You want to speculate on second half, or you want to give your ratings on? Well, one thing is Daniel Salazar is alive for sure, right? They can't kill him off screen and burn him. In an explosion. Well, he's alive for sure. From it, from the Talking Dead episode again, if you guys caught it right immediately following the show, 
in the minds of the writers, he's still alive. So I don't know if he's going to be a flashback scene or what it might be, but I don't think it's the last we've seen of him, definitely. Hopefully, if we see him again, he's a little, slightly less lost it. You know. Well, he did do what his wife asked him in his visions. Yeah, I don't know why she would ask that of him and how that's better for Ophelia. You know, he, that's, everyone gets one breakdown, so he has his breakdown. Yeah. He's been good most of the series, so. So far, yeah. Yeah. But, and he definitely has skills. I mean, if they're going back to the boat, they need him to be the, be the fisherman, so hopefully we see him again. Definitely. What's your thoughts? Wrap up on the episode. What do you think? Are we doing the word? Because I got a word this time. Okay, go. Let's go. You have, you're ready? Go. What's your word? Strange. <laughs> it's just... Or odd. It's so much... So different than the season started where it was in the middle. Episode four to five. And then... Chris all of a sudden changes dramatically so fast. Salazar... Nick all of a sudden is believing that walkers are are not are not so bad. So it's been it's, been it's just very it's like a different show. Yeah. Well, do you think it's their arc, or do you think it happened too fast to be a realistic arc for their characters? Yeah, it just happened. From it happened way too fast. Like the one. It could have been okay. I mean, like one more episode. <laughs> ma- yeah, so maybe much. just. Dig deeper into it, and then instead of just light switch. By the way, Chris is absolutely crazy. There's no more doubts about it. And Daniel Salazar is Looney Tunes, so yeah, his was little. Um, it was peppered in there for a yeah, few episodes, hearing voices, seeing visions. I th- I just think they did a good job with his because the things that he saw, the audience saw, he saw we so saw oh, the wife so context. Yeah. Whereas Chris... He killed Reed off-screen in one of the last episodes, one of the previous episodes. And he just loses it. Yeah. Well, good point. I think that's a good word. I know my word, too. And I hate to say it, Let's let's run run some more. My my word for this episode, I hate to say it again, is unoriginal. I felt like all of the scenes, everything was so played out. Everything that was done in Walking Dead... Season 2 and Season 3, I feel like everything, like Salazar seeing his dead wife, her giving him visions, they're on this estate with a cellar instead of a barn, they're killing walkers, I mean, even that, all the scene where all the fire comes, and when Strand turned around in that truck, I was like, oh, that's when Daryl turned around on his bike and came back to save Carol, I feel like everything just seemed like we've been here, we've seen this, we've seen the dead wife, we've seen the burned farm you know we've seen the crazy it just felt highly played out highly like it was just a different twilight zone dimension of all the same things playing out in fear of the walking dead season two that we saw in walking dead original yeah, walking I, dead i agree season two like not I only that what's gonna happen th- i'm not connected to the characters as i was for the original series so like i said but like one of the old podcasts there's not there's not many characters that you're rooting for here. And we've seen... Yeah. Just what you said. <laughs> oh, I'm running too much. <laughs> so make sure you guys are hydrating, keeping your heart rate up going. So yeah, I, mean, I hate to say it because it started off so strong. I was 
really interesting. It felt new and fresh and exciting. And I think this episode particularly was a letdown because it it felt deja vu style. It felt very redundant to what we've seen in the past. So yeah, I'm definitely glad it's the mid-season finale. If this was just another episode, I would just be thinking, oh, it's... I'm gonna give up soon, but it's better that I'll have a couple months to think about it and maybe come back strong. Yeah, I think just be fresh, be new. I Again, I'm excited to see the Travis and Chris, even though that's the Rick and Carl 2.0. Yeah, but you know, I'm actually more excited to see that than more of Madison. Yes, I'm... And Strand's been not as mysterious and exactly. I feel the same thing. Like the, the magnetism of Strand has been diluted because we know more of his backstory, and he lost that tie to Tom. So, and maybe it's even because we've seen him vulnerable. So he's not this enigmatic, very smooth. He doesn't talking. have a plan. Yeah. So it'll be interesting again. Not sure how much Ophelia and Alicia will add to the plot, but. You know, tune in. I think they're coming back in August. So we'll be recapping then. We'll catch you guys on our podcast then. Any last thoughts before we sign off? Uh, are we going to watch more AMC? Are we going to watch the. Oh, yeah. What are, what's next? Preacher? Have you seen it yet? I haven't seen Preacher yet. I don't know. Maybe maybe tune in next time. It might be a Preacher yeah, a new, recap. New TV series recap. We're always in the mood for a new series as you can tell we're fans of AMC we're fans of HBO shows definitely HBO yeah so always on the lookout for new recommendations I know there's some good Netflix hits we have in our queue so more to come yeah we hope so, you guys join us if you guys know if anyone else that likes these shows or likes to run keep fit let them know about recaps on the run we're on iTunes Stitcher all the podcasts apps and websites oh follow us on twitter so yeah at recaps on the run we'll catch you guys back here next time thanks for joining us are we gonna do our our, you you got a clothesline (laughs) or close and tag go for it (laughs) you keep running we'll keep recapping bye guys bye guys